This Adult Life, the podcast with myself, Mark. And myself, Fiona. And today we're talking about something that affects us all. In fact, when it gets imbalanced, it can become a problem. We're talking about the work-life balance. Yes, and don't wait until retirement to start enjoying life. That's it. It starts right now. We're going to be giving a few tips on how to get the work-life balance, some of the markers to watch for if your life is getting a little bit imbalanced, and how to overcome an imbalanced, overwhelming life. I mean, a lot of people are out there right now, and they're on the hamster wheel going round and round, working, trying to survive in life, trying to pay the bills, trying to afford that mortgage or get that house or get that promotion. And sometimes, maybe this is you, maybe you're, you get up early in the morning, you get your breakfast, you start off, you try and go a bit healthy, maybe with a smoothie or something healthy, you get on your commute to work and it's stuck in traffic and it's one of those things and you get to work, your inbox is out of control, you're trying to get through emails, there's the boss is looking for this, someone's looking for that, people pulling out of you, you've got lots to do but not enough time to do it. You end up at lunchtime trying to eat healthy but you're gonna have a working lunch because you're so busy so you just go and get your chicken fillet roll and your packet of crisps. You had planned on getting a salad but that's gone out the window because it's just not convenient. Now you're working again, back at it. Now you're working late, you've gotta get the commute home. The wife's on the phone to you, she's saying, where are you, you need to get home, we've got the kids, we've got dinner. You pick up this for the dinner on the way home and because you're running late, you don't have time to cook, you pick up a pizza, you come home with the pizza, you have the pizza, you're looking after the kids, you've got a bit of DIY to do, something needs painting, something needs fixing. You're trying to watch a bit of telly, the kids go to bed, you're so exhausted, you put on a movie, you fall asleep because you're just so wrecked. You go to bed and then you think, oh, I watched some of the video and the Netflix in bed and you're too tired, you don't get to see the film and then you go to bed and then you wake up the next morning and you're on your way to work and you see the, the bin lorry drive by and you realize, I forgot to put out the green bin. And it's just another day of going round and round and round. And that is kind of what we're talking about today, the work-life balance. We can all get a little bit imbalance of time and I think it's sometimes relevant to everybody, particularly in today's fast-paced society, we can get so busy and I think the most valuable resource we have is not assets and it's not money, but it is actually time. Our most valuable resource. It's one thing you cannot produce more of and it's always ticking down. That sounds bad, but it's true. <laughs> so how you spend your time, I think, is one of the most important things we can ever train ourselves and to get it right. So work-life balance, that's what it's all about today. That reminds me of, was it a movie called Time? There was Where? Justin Timberlake in the movie. Oh, it's called Time. Very good. I would actually say go check it out. Yeah. It is sci-fi, but it really gives you a sense oh of time. Oh my gosh, it really does. It's really good. So check that out. It's called Time. Justin Timberlake's in it. Um, draw me a mirror. No, not draw me a mirror. What was it? <laughs> Cry me a river. Cry me a river. Draw me a river. Cry me a river. Cry me a river. I had in my head Moon River for some reason. Anyway, so you can go check that out. But I will say this. There's nothing worse though when you waste time. And we're going to be talking today as about like tips and how to identify it and all that kind of good stuff. But I will say this. There's nothing worse, you know, and this is something we can all relate to, is when you've sat through, say, a movie that was just complete rubbish. Yeah. Like we watched this thing on Netflix and I kind of feel we've wasted maybe <laughs> six hours or seven yeah, hours of our really life. Yeah, it was good for a time and then just twisted it and you're like, it. what? Well, with no spoilers in case you do want to see it, and maybe some people do like it, but watch this thing on Netflix called The OA and it started off kind of good and then it just went balubas and you're yeah. like, oh no. And we just, you know, you waste your time. But it's amazing the way... 
you know, these box sets now, when you get a good box set, you just can't get enough of it. No. But there's nothing worse than one waste your time. No. But let's get straight into it. And I don't want to say this because when people contact me, a lot of the time, I will nearly, I'm not going to say every client that I've ever coached has this scenario, but I will say maybe the 90% of people, um, it's getting the work-life balance. And the first question I always ask people is this, and I remember I had a seminar earlier on, um, and, and I said in, in the seminar as well, and I said, is your life how you want it? And you got to think about that before you just jump in and say yay or nay. You go, is your life how you want it? Is your Monday to Sunday, are you spending it and doing what you love to do? And it's now, don't get me wrong, it's very hard to spend every minute of every day because you know, you're going to have to clean up and hoover and put the bins out and stuff, obviously. But for the most part, Monday to Sunday, is your life how you want it? And then the answer is, for most people, they'll say no. Now, I think that's kind of sad in a way, but... I can understand how it happens because in life stuff comes along you know and we get so busy and can easily get overwhelmed that I suppose we lose a little bit of sense of direction and we become more where we're maintaining rather than growing but we're just maintaining trying to keep you know juggle all the balls in the air keep all the the plates spinning at the same time and it's something that happens to a lot of people when I hear people say no it's not how I want it well the good news is you don't have to settle you can always change and you can change your Monday to Sunday. You can change, uh, shall I say, what you're up to, where you're going, the direction you're on. So don't go, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, no, my life is not how I want it. And that's just it. Well, don't sit, don't worry. Don't sit on your hands. You've got options. It's going to take a bit of effort. It's going to take a bit of work. And it's going to take change. But there is options. And you can turn your life around to where you want it to be. And I think that is when I just kind of get off the bat from the start there is always hope so don't lose hope mm -hmm. yeah so many people like are working such long hours and you know there's mortgages there's rents there's families to look after so the work-life balance is is not there but then you also have the people who love working but it's because they have a goal and their goal may be like i'm going to work like as many hours as i can to save as much money or to pay off the mortgage or whatever it is so that i can enjoy life when I retire mm, so true so what there do is you think a time, of that? you know and I think this is it we're all at different times in our lives different chapters in our book that sounds good but no <laughs> it is true we're all at different places in our life and the worst thing to do is ever compare ourselves because you know there will be times in your life if you're in college you're going to have to study like crazy to get your finals and whatnot and you're going to have to get that degree or the master's yeah. or whatever you're going for or maybe you're working a job and you want to get that promotion or you know, we all have, shall we say, goals in life or things we want to get to or places we want to be. And at times in our life, it causes to crank up the volume as far as or the intensity on our work or our studies or whatnot. And that is OK. It's like, you know, a friend of ours recently had a child and their whole time and focus and energy now is, you know, with the newborn baby. And that is a part of their life, which is a great time to be at. And that is what's called of them right now. So, you know, they're not going to be out necessarily, you know, oh, baby born today, next week we'll start a company. You know, it, it, so there is different times in your life. You've got to go easy on yourself and give yourself a little bit of grace and say, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Let's not try conquer the world in a day either. You know, wherever you're at in life, there's different times in life and it just has to be kept to a healthy balance is the key. Yeah. Not something that, should we say, consumes you either. Because no matter how hard you are working, you still need rest. You yeah. still need, you know, social. In fact, one of the uh, the tools I will do with someone when I'm coaching them early on, it's it's been around for a long time. And basically, I will go through the different aspects of their life, different areas that kind of make up everyone's life. You know, I'll talk about 
and I'd ask them to grade them out of 10. I'll say, well, you know, relationship out of 10, how should we say satisfied you are with that? Um, as far as friends, you know, your, your friends and, you know, those kind of relationships outside of that. And then family, of course, as well. I'll also say social life. I'll say your career, um, your finances and all these kind of aspects in life that make our life up. And I'll say grade them all out of 10 and what area do you feel needs improvement? I'm busy, I've no time, and I don't know where I'm kind of going. I just, I'm surviving. I'm just on the daily grind. I work my ass off Monday to Friday. I kind of live for the weekend, and the weekend comes, and then it's gone the blink. I'm dreading Mondays, and then back into the same mundane routine, week in, week out. And a lot of the times, when we do that kind of, all of a sudden, you'll see where they're, or why they're not content or fulfilled in their life, why they're feeling their Monday to Sunday is not how they want it, because you'll see one of those areas will be like a, a two or a three. Um, and sometimes even more than one area. But when you then get a bit of clarity and go, right, well, there's the areas I need to prove on. That is the first start on changing or getting work-life balance is know, well, what is imbalanced? What is taking all of your time? And let's see what we can do about it. Because I will say this, you can always do something and it doesn't have to be a big change. It may even uh, be a little change. You know, but I remember my story of, essentially I was working a job I love. Now I talked a lot more about this in episode five, um, anxiety it's called. You can oh, go and yeah. have a listen yeah, to that. Yeah, it's a good one. So I won't go into the whole story again because it was all in that episode five. But basically there I was, working all the arrows of the day, loving what I'm doing, enjoying life, or enjoying my business, enjoying working, but the life balance was not there. And slowly and over time, it caught up with me and I was basically on burnout doorstep. Mm. And, you know, it took me a while to kind of come back from that to get my life balanced of how it could be. Because I remember one time being on a day off going, I actually don't know what to do on the day off other than I feel like I should be checking my emails or I feel like I should be working. Yeah. And then what sometimes happens for someone who's self-employed is they get the guilt of mm. taking a day off. And the guilt of am I able to take this day off? Should I be taking this day off? And it's not even the guilt of people who are running their own business, but people who are just working in general or even people who are, you know, oh, I should be cleaning the house and I just want to take a day off. And the guilt basically is is something that's a horrible thing. And people always talk about this, yeah. especially then when they see their friends or their colleagues, they're working, you know what I mean? Or if you're in business and you see another person who's in a similar business to you and they're working and you're not that day and you feel oh, I can't be sitting here. Look, everyone else is working hard. You know, that yeah. kind of the fear. Yeah. So online, I, I looked up statistics from a website called smallbiztrends.com. Mm -hmm. And they say that long-term effects are more worrying for people who work more than 55 hours in a week. Okay. And they have a higher risk of coronary heart disease and stroke. See, that's not good. And that's preventable. So like in a lot of cases, unless it's genetic, but that can be preventable, right? So we don't want to be, I suppose, rubbing shoulders with statistics like that or pushing ourselves into the, the red, as it were. We go through certain, every chapter in life has like the honeymoon phase. So you start a new job, you're loving it. That's if you're, if you do love it, but generally you start a new job, say you're loving it. You're yeah. giving it all, you're working hard and so forth and it's great. Or you start a new business and you're working hard and it's all going great and it's brilliant, it's cool and it's, oh, I love this. Yeah. And, you know, I remember talking to two doctors and um, they got married and they were saying, oh, it's been so hard trying to plan a wedding because we work shifts and we work mad errors and so forth. What they, What was interesting was this, was that they said, when we first started our job, we loved it. We couldn't be in the hospital enough. The whole 
buzz of just being there and being around it all. It was just the buzz we just the lived off. The newness of it all. It's the newness of it all. And it's like the honeymoon phase. Yeah. Each chapter has a honeymoon phase. But then there becomes the, you know, that slowly, you know, I suppose balances out and it becomes what we would call the, the maintenance phase. Um, because sometimes when you're starting off with something or even starting out in life or you buy a new house or anything you start off, you're in the proactive stage. And that is like the honeymoon phase. That's the, the part in life that's exciting. It's new. Yeah. It's creative. It's challenging. It's learning. It's rewarding. It's all of those good stuff. And you're like, yeah, I'm loving what I'm doing right now. But then what happens is you get to the reactive stage and it's almost like the, what I call the maintaining phase. Almost like you're, if you run a business, for example, you become a victim of its own success. It's become successful. It's drawing from you all the time, 24 seven. The honeymoon phase is kind of gone now. Now it's just trying to keep all the balls in the air and you just become super busy and you're reactive. And how what that means is, you can be reactive to whatever is screaming the loudest. Not all the emails get answered. Not all the phone calls get you know answered. Not all the texts get responded to. It's only whoever shouts the loudest. That's how I'm kind of looking after it. Very much, I suppose, similar to you know builders um, when you know building business is booming. You know when it is in Ireland, the builders are like keep trying to keep it all going, but they just can't physically do everything. But that's what happens. You go from that proactive stage to the reactive stage, and the reactive stage is where where people can feel a little bit where the balance in life gets a little bit. It wanes because you're still putting in the errors, but the love for it is not what it used to be in the honeymoon phase. Mm. And people can lose motivation. They can feel a little bit down. It, it can even get depressed about it. They can become like anxious and anxiety can well up in them because you're, you're going through this maintenance phase now, this reactive phase. It's almost like it's getting overwhelming and the energy or the buzz you had at the start, which carried you through those long days, that's kind of waned a bit because it's now becoming more your normal. Yes. And that's when it gets really, really difficult. And that's when the imbalance will become very prevalent and noticeable in your yeah. life. Interesting you say that because another statistic on the site was that people who work more than 55 hours per week, um, they have a higher risk for depression and anxiety than people Absolutely. who work, let's say, 35 to 40 hours a week. It's so, so true. So mad statistics. And also another statistic that they say Work-life balance is more important to millennials than the older worker. Yeah. So people now are like looking for that more work-life balance when they're looking for jobs. And they found that employee employers who like looked after their em employees with a more work-life balance, they actually held on to those employees long term. Mm. It's it's about the long game, you know, not the short game. And that's why when it comes to work-life balance, that's why it's so important because if you want to be around um, and successful and happy, a simple thing like yeah. being happy and content, it's the long game. So you've got to get the balance early on. Otherwise, you'll fall into bad habits and yeah. you won't realize it until it's too late and you're going, I just don't love what I do anymore. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overworked. I have no time for anyone. And and so unfortunately, when you become overwhelmed, it's the closest people to you that you hurt the most. So, you know, they're going to get the brunt end of you being cranky because you're just exhausted from overworking yeah. and then they're going to take up and that's going to affect your family life and your relationships and all this kind of stuff. You, you've got to make the, you know, the mature adult decision to go, no, work-life balance is important because it is the long game, regardless of if your career changes, regardless if you change your business, knowing the importance of a work-life balance is so so important yeah. because that's how you'll you know be successful and like that you mentioned you know employers that look after employees and i suppose forward them the opportunity to have that balance the employees stick around longer yeah. why because they're happier yeah sure it's like you know google and indeed the way they have these work um spaces for their employees you know they'll have like a pool table and like a snack bar where they just go up and get drinks out of the fridge and snacks throughout the day like they really look after their employees i think that's such a, a brilliant way of 
of treating your employees. And of course, you're going to be happier if you have that around you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the whole ethos or the psychology behind it is that, you know, people who are happy in their job will stay in their job a lot longer um, because they're happy there. And it's very simple. But one of the key aspects of that is that they have these breakout rooms. They have these places where, you know, you, you don't have to work from a specific desk all the time. Some of them have this option where you can work from different workstations and different things. And the decor is kind of cool and trendy and different things. And then they have a whole social side. So they and they have team building and all these yeah. kind of things that are really good for making a healthy work environment. But it's like that. They've really got, the, the I suppose, the understanding of the importance of work life balance because and this goes for your employee or an employer, but if you take work-life balance and see it as a priority, not just for you, but for your staff and for the place you work in or you know whatever the case, it will stand to your business because everyone is gonna be more happier, more balanced, and, and the most creative people are the people who are happy. You know, If you wanna be creative, you need a balance in your life and to have um, balance in your life will also make you a happier person I and mean, you're a happier person you're a more creative person and it just brings out all of the the skills that you possess come out a lot easier if you're overworked and exhausted it's harder to draw on that say creative side it's harder to draw on that enthusiasm because you're just burnt out so what a lot of I think now comp newer companies especially see is that the importance of when you invest in your uh, say employees mental health the business benefits because they're benefiting you know what I kind yeah, of way so yeah. like that's really what it comes down to and it's very very important it's so so true because when you look after people around you you know they look after you and that's just it's reciprocal and that's how it works and that's why work-life balance is so key in everyone's life so you know the way like we'd work for ourselves so we work from home yeah and um, but the both both of us are here so it's nice to have a little bit of company. But I do think about people who work at home by themselves and how it can be a little lonely, I'm sure. You know, so it's important to have that social outlet because Absolutely. you can be isolated a lot on your on your own working at home. But I thought I heard this thing I thought was really good for people who work from home. You can feel like you're working a lot, a lot longer hours if you're working from home. But at the same time, I suppose this goes for anybody, any job. What are you actually doing while you're at your desk? Because, for example, I was in the gym today and I was on my phone just checking up something and I was on the treadmill just warming up at the same time, just walking. And I didn't even realize by the time I would put my phone down, I was actually five minutes on my phone. Yeah. So like this can happen at the desk easy. You know, you, you get like a notification on your phone, you pick it up. Oh, what was that? Like five, five, ten minutes can go very, very, very and quickly. And you can feel like, oh, my God, I've, I've been working all day, but how much have you been distracted i suppose as well is another thing to be mindful i i have learned that anyway just of late to be mindful of how easily i can be distracted absolutely and you only you only learned that of late <laughs> well, all these years Fiona. Well, because you know what happens you get a notification you pick up your phone you oh it's an instagram message True, or a text it? message or whatsapp whatever and then you reply so that takes another few minutes and then you go back to what you were doing it takes you a few minutes then to get back into where you're at like so absolutely because i feel no, a bit I, more disciplined i know I, and i totally agree because when you're at home and i suppose and you're on your computer if you're in a, an office you're not allowed beyond the likes of the facebooks and different things or whatever else but i suppose a big part of our business is the social media side so we're on there anyway and then you see a notification and then you're commenting and then you're in a chat and then you're in a group chat and then you yeah. know before long you're like, oh my goodness that was like 10 minutes gone so you know that you can't get back i i think what 
it is really, really good to do because you get on a lot of phones now and how it shows your screen time. Uh, and it's a good little exercise to go on your screen time oh. and go, hang on a minute, let's check this out and see how much I've time. I've never checked that. How much time I've spent on this, that and everything else. And it shows Gosh. your productivity, social um, media and all that. And it, it breaks it all down percentage and time. Um, you, you will get, your eyes will be opened at how much time you actually spend online. And there is now apps you can get that are built into like Google Chrome and Firefox and stuff where it's, it basically turns off your notifications. So you're not going to be getting distracted, distracted while online. Yeah, yeah. And I think those tools can be really, really good as well. I'm going to give you, um, I think we should get into like a couple of tips on how we yeah. can actually sort out the yes. work-life yeah. balance. I will say this though, you know, a little simple key, like I mentioned, start those different aspects of your life you know gauging them seeing where you're not content in is so you have a direction of what you want to fix or change is important yeah. whether it be you know relationship social life career whatever it may be right so assess that is one thing part two write down and and i and you do have to do this with pen and paper it's the only way to do it or you can do it on excel sheet but get your monday to sunday and get your you know your your almost like a timetable you know your from the moment you wake up in the morning to the time you go to bed at night most commonly and fill in all of the arrows of where you spend them and what you're doing when you spend them. Now, we've done this multiple yeah. times, you know, we're trying to get more of a balance and things. Mm. Just get easy spiral out of control. And when you look at your, your time sheet, as it were, for your week of where all your time goes, whether, you know, it's, it's half an hour for lunch or if it's, you know, coffee with friends, just add everything in on your average week. You'll also have stuff that you do each day, like every Wednesday, say, if you go and play football or you go and play tennis or whatever. Fill it all in. It'll give you a real snapshot of where your week is at. And you can kind of say, well, hang on a minute. There, I can see what that. Now, what I want you to look at is start look at, is there anything that you can change within that? Like, as in, is there something you can reduce your time on? Is there something that you could maybe is a wasting your time? You know, um, like something I do when I'm coaching with people in business, I'll always do, you know, it's called a, an income making activity. Um, an IMA, an IMA. Um, and it's basically is what you're doing an income making activity or not in business because sometimes managers can get caught up doing all sorts of stuff that they don't need to be doing and micromanaging and things like that but anyway the simple thing is Monday to Sunday write down see where all your time is going now see where is there is there any spare time and see what can or do you need to adjust so to speak yeah that's one thing it's a good little tool anyone can do and it's also important to put down you time so not time where you're at the gym or not time yeah. where you're actually like cleaning the house, you know, time where you actually get some time out. Big time. And just get to read or go for a nice walk or spend time with friends, whatever. It's very important to talking to ourselves here as well, but <laughs> schedule those times Absolutely in. talking to ourselves. It's like, you know, when you say to yourself, but it's so true because, you know, you've got to then, when you do your time, your, your week and you assess, okay, now what you can then do is color in where your work is, color in one color, your family life, your social life. So all of the areas of your life, color them in on the week and see what is actually getting the time. But the most important of this objective is to see is there any time being wasted, number one. But number two, where do you want to improve or spend more time on? Because when you make a decision, right, every second week or every week, I'm going to meet, you know, whatever friend for a coffee and I'm going to make sure that happens fortnightly or whatever the case. When you make a decision based off looking yeah. at that, you'll find it much easier to start implementing. Because when it comes to all of this work-life balance it's about changing things in certain places yeah and all these small changes yeah make a big difference absolutely it's kind of like if you get two planes to take off from an airport and one of their directions is changed by just one degree a thousand miles down the 
road or in the sky a thousand miles <laughs> later one of them is going to be a completely different location than the other just by changing one degree so the importance of little changes it's not looking to change everything but do make a little change there right, i can change this i'm going to do this and those little changes is exactly how Makes you bring a it big, difference. big big it's difference it's like doing a financial budget all those small little like coffees yeah you know they make if you it all adds up it all adds up at the end of the week and, and i i say a lot of the time to people um you know when it comes to personal finances or, or business finances you know it only takes a small leak to sink a ship it's an old saying and it's the small stuff and lots of small things that can really be so sewn up or soaking up your time or mm. soaking up your finances but it's the same thing for time you know it's a small it's a small little things that actually takes the time when you add them all together you realize oh my goodness i was on instagram you know for an in total of two hours today that's you know 10 hours and five you know monday to friday when you add it all together you'll see that's the little things that are the kind of the, the robbers the secret robbers, the hidden robbers that you don't always aren't always obvious because i will say this something really important you know wherever you invest your time that is where you're going to get your return so if you want return in you know social life family life relationship business um you know finances or, or whatever aspect of your life if you are hobbies you know which is a big time sometimes people go i don't even have a hobby you know you need to have a hobby of some sort of description but whatever you invest your time in that's where you get your return and if you're investing all your time in your business great you're going to get return in your business but is it going to give you the returns that are really important okay if you invest all your time in your business or in your job okay you're going to have money you're going to have you know oh ex, you know marketing or business growth and profits are up and all that kind of stuff and wow that's amazing but you've no time if you're putting all your time there you've no time to spend your you know the money you've made or you know yeah. to do the things so and that's one thing about return but if you invest time into your life into your relationships and friendships and family the return you're going to get there is you know love and happiness and fulfillment and contentment and the things that money cannot buy so you have to make a decision we all got to work that's just the way it is you have to make a decision that Remember, whatever you, wherever you invest your time, that is where you get the return. And only you can decide what's important for you at whatever time that you are at in your life. You know, a lot of people nowadays will work on their career for their most of their 20s. And they'll consider marriage and families down the road. Or like, you know, mid-30s now, I think, is the, the average in, in Ireland. 35, I think 36 or something for people getting married. Yeah, you know, it used to that. be 22, 23. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you will be at different times of your life, but never neglect what's really important in life happiness peace yeah fulfillment the things that our money cannot buy because sometimes you have deadlines and stuff like that so you're going to have to be working longer hours and stuff at certain times i mean that's just life you can't avoid things like that exactly. but it's just i suppose we've got to make sure that it's not it's a, a long term <laughs> a short time not a long time yeah um for and sure. a big thing i think people need to learn as well as myself it's a hard thing is to learn how to say no yeah because saying no is a big thing yeah a lot of people find it really really hard to say no for the simple fact that it's like oh but if i say no i might lose the job or the person mightn't be happy with me or the relationship could be affected or oh, i want to or sometimes people are you know they don't admit to themselves that they're people pleasing but they'll say to themselves i can't say no because they'll think less of me so yeah we have to learn to say that no is not a bad word yeah or you feel bad for saying no if someone asks you for a favor or something and you literally don't have the time yeah but you do you have know. to sometimes prioritize in life. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. And, you know, learn to say no. And it's okay to yeah. say no. <laughs> yeah. um, but let's get into it. You know, there's a couple of little things I wanted to kind of highlight real quick. And it's just, you know, I suppose tips on what can be some of the signs of burnout if your life isn't balanced. Just before we get into all the, yeah. kind of, the remedies. But 
Obviously being tired all the time can be a massive one. That's an obvious one. Depressive mood, feeling a little bit depressed. Sometimes you might think I'm depressed and they may not know why they're depressed. Depressive. Yeah. Um, it could just be from being overwhelmed um, and that can be a thing. Um, or being in that, you know, reactive stage rather than being in a proactive stage. Um, lack of motivation can sometimes come when the person's yeah. balance is imbalanced. Finding it hard to be positive or have a positive outlook on things can sometimes be when you're kind of bombarded with negativity as far as too much to do, too much to do, always chasing my tail. You know, if you're in that place, that can happen. And um, find it hard to think outside the box or not even that, but think thinking forward. You know, because when you think of forward, if it gives you a negative reaction, oh man, here we go again. I'm going to be doing the same thing in six months, in a year's time. If your productivity can be affected. You can be easily agitated. Your diet's not great because you're just kind of eating what's quick and easy yeah. because there's no time. Health issues, feeling a sense of overwhelmedness. And that is huge with people who have an imbalance in life. Of course, anxiety levels can be high. And then sometimes as well, withdrawing from people because the business is just consuming you or taking you over or your career is, or you're just, you know, you're working so hard that when you're off, you just want to rest and yeah. not go out. Yeah. So all, there's a few of the things to watch out for. And um, we may even talk about that another day, but there's just some of the things to watch out for, for when there uh, is imbalance. But let's get to the solutions. What do you say? Have we got any tips on how to should we say sort out our work-life balance well i suppose we covered on a couple of them already yeah. as far as getting out your time sheet for the week definitely want to do uh, assessing where your time is going and what you want to increase on yeah. even if you don't know how to do it just figure out what you want to do we'll work on the how later on but one of the important keys in life or areas you know think of it this way break it down your family your career your health your friends and one of those things you know i've talked about family and relationships and all those other areas but health how much time are you putting into you, not just physical health, but into your mental health, yeah. you know, into your your growth as a human being? Like, are you still in getting time to learn stuff, to to read stuff you love to read, whether it be just reading a book and go for walks or get fit, cycle, run, swim? Yeah. You sleep, you, sleep, <laughs> you, you know, but a, a lot of these things, you've got to make time for your well-being, not just physically, but also mentally. And that needs to go into you know to getting balanced that's really really important and that doesn't involve anyone else that just involves you so it's important to make that a priority because that is the first thing that we can put to the bottom of the list is going to the gym when i get busy now the gym gets scrapped first thing yeah. so yeah. that's what we don't want it's part of getting that balance and being healthy and if you're healthy you'll think you'll think better you'll feel better and as i say we're in this for the long game not just the short game you talk about people you know when you're when you're busy you you can end up just grabbing what's quick and easy for food wise yeah i've like great admiration for people who can um plan their week you know um their dinners and they can yeah. cook them in advance and freeze them and have it all like planned that that's monday's dinner tuesday wednesday thursday in advance yeah i'd love to be able to do but that but you know what and it's so <laughs> true because like it's not it's it's hard and takes prep work but sometimes a big help in getting balance in life is is getting organized but we see yeah. not everyone has a straightforward routine like you know our businesses and stuff you know they're very the times are very irregular yeah, it's, it's like not shift like work it, well and it changes <laughs> yeah. you know some weekends you're working you know friday all the way through till the following friday and then other weeks it's more during the week not the weekends and, but for the most part we work a lot of weekends so it's very imbalanced it's yeah. very there's no it does lack structure which is not routine yeah there's no routine there yeah and that's just i mean i think we've just kind of figured out just to get organized a little bit like yeah we, if we're cooking a dinner a great little tip if we're cooking a dinner we cook it we make it for two nights yeah that's been a great help that's so great the second night you don't have to kind of prepping all over again yeah especially when you don't like cooking well i like cooking you don't like cooking <laughs> so much um but yeah so but that's a big help but i will say this right when it comes to work-life balance you, 
living a happy life and i think that's the goal of all of this is people just i just want to be happier with my life living a happy life is about having progress you know as long as there is progress in your life now it's not that you're kind of going out there to study you know to be a degree or whatever it's but when you see or you feel or deem that there is progress in your life that you're growing a little bit learning something basically progress in a direction is what actually fuels us in that direction does that make sense when you're, like when you're growing when you're yeah like progress that yeah. when you're growing or you're building something or yeah. doing something that's why a lot of people i suppose can lose their way it's when they feel they're just stagnated but when you're always kind of moving forward on something and it's not mm. that yeah, every day has to be like that it's just that overall there's a general sense of i've got a direction yeah and i think that's the key for a happy life yeah. as such and having balance then that you know coincides with that and what can happen people is when they are working in a job that they really love so they're putting all these hours into the job that they love and they don't even realize that you know they're heading towards burnout yeah. and then what happens is they're working too many hours so their life their life work-life balance is imbalanced and now they begin to hate the job yeah so just true. because they have overdone it i suppose and it's true because it's not even that it's the job they don't like yeah they can just sometimes think it's the job but it's having i suppose lack in other areas in your life can make you think oh it's the job i don't like you yeah. know it's, it's kind of a knock-on effect if you're if there's an area in your life if you're not if you're a social person and you're not getting a social life you know you'll be more down about that than the person who's more introverted you know it's about finding out what's important to you. Like I say, yeah. but you're, you're weak. What's important to you? Well, then it needs to be in there somewhere. Go fix it. Go make little changes. Do yeah. what you can do. Like I remember one story I shared before on radio and it was about, you know, a woman who she had her child and the baby was, you know, obviously it was full on. She was looking after the child. The husband was working and she wanted to kind of go and pursue a career. It's a really good story. So basically what happened was she was like, I want to go. And she, you know, got obviously coaching in place. And, you know, the consensus was, well, look, just start reading about, you know, personal training. That's what she wanted to pursue. Just start reading about it. You know, in the time when the baby's napping, start learning about it. Not that you're doing it, but you're getting your head into that headspace of mm. this is what I'd love to do. And eventually when the child was starting to, you know, not need her, obviously child always need her, but when the child yeah. didn't have to feed every not as demanding. couple of hours or whatever else, she was getting a little bit more time. So she started to learn more stuff and whatever else. And she geared herself up and eventually she went and got um, training and qualified and became a, um, a personal trainer, you know, and it all took time. But it started by the little change was, well, I, I don't have time to be a personal trainer, but I do have time to listen to podcasts and YouTube videos about it. So. Yeah. You may be thinking, well, I'd love to change my career or I'd love to always do this. And you may not be having the time to go and pursue it in its wholeheartedness. But you do have time to read a book, maybe. You do have time to listen to on your commute or start just, you know, pressing into that area. And you'll be surprised. It'll start to make room for itself. When you find, when a person finds what they're passionate about, what they love, they naturally will make time for it. And yeah. I think that is something to always remember. Never get into a stuck in a rut where you're just on the hamster wheel going round and round. And those things that are, at, you know, a thing that you would have once found you were very passionate about that you're not doing anymore. Always give yourself some sort of window of opportunity, even if it's not to do that thing, but just to watch it on YouTube or learn about it. Because as I say, when you start to get your headspace into that area, it brings it with a sense of joy because it's it's an area you want to go in and you're, you will find you'll eventually make room for it and it will start to kind of come into your life. So 
that's one of the things I would say is that invest, it's like I say, where you invest is where you'll get your return. If you want to be, you know, say a personal trainer, but you don't have any qualifications, you don't know where to start, well, just start watching it, reading about it, or learning about Researching. it. Researching. That's where it starts. And it's not too late, like, Never which is a late. really good thing. Yeah, for so, any career, really. When was When's the best time to plant an oak tree? Yesterday. 10 years ago. Oh, 20, 10 years ago, okay. <laughs> when's the second best time? today <laughs> exactly that is true sorry i, I can't remember that but, but basically yeah it's true you have to explain so, that people are what going, i mean is it's not it's never too late it might have been if it's something that you you're wanting to like you're saying personal training it's your passion you want to pursue that well you know it's never too late so the best time to plant is today and don't leave another 10 years basically exactly <laughs> procrastination is the root of all unhappiness um but yeah so any other tips you want to share with people about getting the work-life balance and it's not that we're like the experts on it so just like you were saying you know everybody's different so you write down what areas in your life you'd like to see have more balance in and I suppose we're all responsible for our own happiness and we design our lives how we want to be. Yeah. So we got to take control of our own lives mm -hmm. or else somebody else will do it for us. I.e. it could be your boss. So if you're somebody who finds it hard to say no and your boss is all the time asking you to work late or do overtime or just do a bit more, a bit more, a bit more, you're finding it hard to say no, you know, long before you know it you'll be working 55 hours plus per week. And exactly. that's not something that you want to do. So you got to, I suppose, look at yourself and see what do you want? Because we are all responsible for yeah. our own happiness and our own lives. And sometimes people say, well, you know, I'm spending my, say, Monday to Friday working 40 hours in a week. And they'll say, I've no choice. You know, the truth is, you may not have, you're under pressure because you've got bills to pay and you have no choice, you've got to pay the bills. But if you're not liking it and not enjoying it, you do have the choice to choose another path. Now, you can't just jump and leave a job overnight. We're not saying do that. But you can start pressing into something else that may take your fancy. Never feel you're stuck because that's the worst thing to think yeah. is that you're stuck. You're never stuck. There's always a way. Out. It might be challenging, difficult and not easy. But there's always a way out. There's always a, a door there somewhere. It's just a matter of figuring it out. Yeah. So never take on the, I suppose, the, the mantra that this is just how it is. I can't do anything about it. Because that's when you won't do anything about it. But take on the attitude of, you know what? I would like to change this situation. situation. And it may be something as simple as learning to say no. It could be. It could be simple if as that. That's a because if you don't take control something or someone else will no, yeah. and and that's i suppose the essence of it there's a really good quote and i think we can finish with this by the way and um, make sure you check us out on um, facebook and instagram um, mark's happy place do get in touch and if you've got questions or queries or you need help with this or you know you you just want to get that life work balance in your life well then get in touch let us know obviously the website markfennel.ie as well just just while i remember but i will say this and this is one of the a quote that i always remember and never forget so here's the quote and it's one i'll always remember and it's something i never forget because i think it, it's so true to all of us and it's by neil armstrong and here's what he said every human has a finite number of heartbeats i don't believe in wasting any of mine and i think that is true like i mentioned at the very very start time is something that we're not generating any more of it is going to just tick on by and that's just the way life is. So the question is, are you spending your time how you want to spend your time? Yeah. 
as well, though, I think don't get stressed about having to perfect your work-life balance because that in itself can you could be stressed going oh i need to get a better work-life balance and also i've got a quote oh go on i love quotes (laughs) okay if we all did what we know we would be healthy wealthy and happy that is so true (laughs) it's making decisions anyway i think on that note we've uh, delved in as much as we can at this point in time we may come back to it again in the future of course thank you so much to everyone who's listened in and here's what we do we have one request if you are listening to this podcast, what would be amazing? If you screenshot us, right, the podcast or even our page, like the Mark's Happy Place, but screenshot us and tag us. We'd love to see who is listening and where they're listening. We know by the statistics that people are listening all over the place, all over the world, in fact, now. But I'd just love to know who is actually listening. So it would be kind of like a... Well, it'd be like, yeah, we're listening. And that would be kind of cool. So there you go. Because um, when you look at statistics, you, you always... Well, I always do look at them and I go... Who are all these people listening? Where are they? So, you know, that would be just awesome. And it'd be a bit of a show's showing a little bit of support. Yeah. And we would also love a five star rating on the podcast. That would so be So if you fantastic. like the podcast, give us a five star rating and we'd be so encouraged. Absolutely. And we'll, of course, you know, keep doing what we do. And make sure you subscribe as well if you've got the option to subscribe. We're on, I remember, iTunes podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on, yeah, most of the platforms. You can even get us now on uh tune in the app it's on there as well so it's everywhere so that is it for today's podcast but the important question is what are we talking about next week next week's going to be such a great podcast we're talking about how we can get caught up in life comparing ourselves to other people so whether it be friends or people our own age or brothers and sisters and we can start comparing where they're at in life compared to where we are yeah, for example, if someone is, if you're single and your friend's got a boyfriend, if you're single and someone's get, and everyone's getting married around you, or you're married and everyone has kids and you don't, we can easily fall into the, oh, what about me? Why don't I have? Anyway, we're going to be talking about that. Anyway, that's going to be next week's episode 11. So other than that, it's a goodbye for me. And goodbye for me. Thanks very much for tuning into the podcast. This, I don't mind. Like.